When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, LC? Happy 2018, baby. Happy 2018. Happy first week of January. Happy, happy. Oh, my God. Happy, happy. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, that was very weird. It sounded like a burp. Perfectly timed. Yes, a little bit of a burp. A little bit of a burp. Oh, my God. So... I'm looking forward to, Jess, uh, the time when things go back to normal and I can, like, sleep like a regular human. When do you think that'll be? And, uh, I know your kids have your kids have the weeks. whooping cough, the whooping, the whoopy hoop. Yeah, they have the whoopy hoopy. So I think a couple I weeks. I hope so. Probably. Yeah, man, this is crazy. It's a crazy little disease, I have to say. Are you sure that's what it is? What if it's something else? It's very strange for you to, like, look at them do these same exact things, like, and do the whooping thing, Mm -hmm. and to know, like, it's just so clear to me when I look at the videos of other people that are doing it, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's, that's what it is. Like, it's just, it's kind of obvious, but the thing is, you don't really know until they're in that stage. Um. Which kind of sucks. But then now, you know, Maymay is actually doing much, much better. She only did one cough last night, which is fine. Great. And the, not even last night, in the morning, like at eight. Um, but Hunty's, Hunty's um, having a very hard time. I thought it was so, Maymay that was sicker, and now it's changed. Well, it's because it, it goes in phases. It's really strange. It goes in phases. It, like, really is almost like clockwork. Like it's, it really, it's like two weeks of just like regular stuff. It looks like a cold, like a regular cold. Like you don't know the difference. Little tiny bit of a fever, some mucus, and like an annoying kind of cough, like regular cough. Like just like you, you feel that they've got something in their throat and they're trying to cough it out, but it's not really a Mm -hmm. big deal. That's like for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then that starts to clear up, like their nose clears up. There's no fever anymore. Um, they're, they look like they're fine in the daytime, like they're normal. And then at night, they randomly wake up with these cough attacks. Mm-hmm. And it does, they can't, like, it's like they cough, 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 and then they go, <laughs> and they can't take that breath in. And then they cough and cough and cough and cough, and then they spit out a bunch of mucus. And it happens like almost every, I don't know, hour. Do we start every show in the wintertime with <laughs> snot and vomit? I'm just wondering. Because I think last time we started the show, I, think, I was very vomity. Yeah. You were. And then you scared some people because they were like not used to the vomit conversation. Yeah. And so I some like people off. they were like, please. Now we're talking about yeah, snot. Did. So now we're. It's not, it's not better. Now we're snotting Sorry. and. And stressful, yeah. But but you know what? I have. A, I was looking at my 
because I'm using another, of course, Jess. See, yeah, I didn't even tell you about this. <laughs> but I do have another journal. What? I have another journal. I know. But this one's an online journal. It's an online ter- tool that I've been using since 2013, what? maybe? I got to look. we never talked about Yeah, this? and it's, I know, it's weird. So it's this one is called Day One. Oh, I know Day One. It's an app also. Okay. It's an app, yes. So I have an app. It's for the computer, and it's for my phone. And so I started using Day One right, almost right when it came out. And I, this is so sad. I essentially started to use it to keep a, a log of my girls being sick. Like I wanted okay. an easy way to input information according to what is going on with them. Like, because, you know, when you go to the doctor... Usually they'll say, like, when did this start, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And you're like, um, last week, uh, Wednesday, I think, you know, and then you're like, <laughs> you you kind of have to know. So I started to use that because they were littler and I, you know, going to the doctors was like the doctors were so close and they were, you know, when they're younger, you kind of take them in a lot more like every month or something. What is it when they're infants? Every Yes, yes. However yes, amount yes, of time, yes. whatever. So I wanted to make sure that I had all of their information. So that's where I put it. And I also started to use it kind of like an easy input um, for some of the stuff that I was doing for Libsyn. I started to track my productivity there. And then I started to use it sort of for personal things. And so I used that for a few years. And then when I turned into the bullet journal, I kind of let go of day one because I did this whole thing where I was like, I want to do all analog. I don't want digital anymore. Mm -hmm. So I didn't input any, almost any information since I started bullet journaling, very little, because I, again, I wanted to move away from that. But then at the end of like last year, I heard somebody talk about day one again, and I thought, you know, I should really check that up. And I opened up the app again, and I saw all of this stuff that I had in there, and I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I love it. And... It happened to be that the girls started to get sick again. So I just started, I track everything that they do at night because they're already waking me up. So when they wake me up, I just write down the night, the time that they woke me up. Wow. Coughing. Because in any, for any data or any kind of reference that I need to take to a doctor, I can have it. And I can say, she's waking up X amount That's of useful. times. Very useful. And you know what I mean? And I that way I have it all. And like she did this or mucus came here or this. You know what I mean? I can totally, I can totally have mm-hmm. a track of that. So that's what I've been using. I've been using day one for that. Do you still only use it for that or do you use it for other things now? Um, I've been, I think I'm trying to figure out how I want to supplement the bullet journal stuff with that stuff and I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can start to reference some things because that's the easy you know I love the bullet journal in terms of writing things down but when it comes to really quick reference like if I want to go oh my gosh what was I doing March 1st Mm -hmm. last year day one is so easy to do that oh and the other thing that I love oh this is how I've been tracking for Hunter when she had her temperature I literally would take her temperature and then I would immediately input whatever that temperature was inside of day one. And so what day one does is that it automatically gives you the time. So it, it already tracks all this extra metadata. So I don't have to put that. I can actually put that in there and go like, ooh, at 1201, she had, you know, her temperature was 99.3. 
And so it's it's all in that same place. And so in terms of like keeping track of of um, like medicines and things like that, it's really great because you don't have to go like, oh, I gave her, you know, the Tylenol fever, whatever, at noon. I have to, it has to be four hours. Like I can very easily reference when I gave it to her. So that's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I like day one, but I'm trying to figure out how else I want to use it. If I want to use it and I just, hmm. but it's a beautiful app. I love it. I yeah. Love a lot it. of people love it. So nice. But before, I mean, let's, I just, I kind of want to. I like, there's another ahead. one called One Second that will, I guess you do one second what? of a video for every day. And at the end of the year, you have like one second excerpts of your life for that year. But it's only, you know, five minutes long. <gasps> yeah. You've cool. never seen that? It's pretty neat. I kind of like that. No. There's another one too. I forgot. Oh, it's called Memento or yes, something like that. Memento. I just downloaded I have that one that too. One. Wait, do I use it though? Hold on. I haven't seen this app before. There is a moment one that like gives you all the stuff that already happened. But this one actually, you can input your social media RSS feeds into it. And so what I'm, I'm using that one for is not for um, necessarily personal stuff, but more for marketing purposes. Because that way, one of the things that I've started to notice, especially when it comes to doing social media audits at, for Libsyn and mm-hmm. stuff like that, is that I want to reference back things that I have shared in the past really quickly. Like I want to go like, okay, let's see what some of the things that I could sort of recycle that have been done at a while. And it's really annoying to go inside a Facebook page the Facebook page insights to start because everything's so small and you don't know what it looks like. And it's like, I want to see what the post is small. And, <laughs> and so with this thing, I think is the right word. Yes. And you have to sit there and, and then with this app, if you pull in the, the feed, it automatically shows you what you posted in that day in a, in a really nice interface that you can really quickly scan through so i'm going to be using it for that um and i pulled in i pulled in um the rss feed for she podcasts uh, obviously our podcast i pulled in the rss feed for the blog for Lipson. i pulled in the facebook rss feed in there and i put in my own personal facebook feed in there as well so i can very easily refer back to all of these things and then that way it's also really good to say like oh my gosh in October 2017, what were the shows, Jess, that we published? And I can easily walk in, look into that app and then look in there and it'll have all the information right there. That's awesome. Our show notes, our, you know, the title of the episode, all everything right there. So it's such a great, I think it's a great idea for me to be I using agree. it for it that. Is. So. I concur. So yeah. I agree. So, but listen, I kind of want um, us to kind of talk about PodFest really quick because I know you are going to be doing yes. a marketing thing. I don't think we've talked about this yes. at all. Yes, we're doing how to market and monetize like a boss lady. And it's a workshop that is actually free when you buy your ticket to PodFest. It is the first day for the early half day. Does that make sense? Sorry. Uh, let me, let me. 
Yeah, so no, like it's the fun. first day of Podfest. It's like in the morning to afternoon, like I think ten thirty to one or something like that. And um, Katie's going to be going over social media marketing, and I'm going to be going over monetization. It is not for just women that have a business. It is teaching you how to sort of treat your podcast as if it were a business so that you can productively market and monetize it. So you don't have to have a business show or even a business to benefit from this workshop. And so Katie Kremitzos from Biz Women Rock is going to be doing it with me. Um, her husband is the event coordinator. And I'm really excited. So if you put in the code she podcasts, also when you buy your ticket, $40 off and um, it's in Orlando and the first week of February. So I have to tell you, like, it was so nice not to be freezing my bloomers off for one week. Like it was it was not summer, but it was like, yeah, 75 degrees. It was a miracle. Yeah, and it was sunny and amazing. Right now, it's yeah, like it was 11 very nice. degrees. I don't know how cold you are, but it's so cold for me right now. Yeah, it, it actually went a little bit warmer over here. We're um, in the mid 20s. So it's 26 degrees right now. Yesterday was 11 and I believe it's going to snow tonight. Are you getting snow too? I'm not sure. Winter storm Grayson is coming our way. It looks like. Well, what is it called? It's called winter. What you sent me a text. I mean, I'm sorry, a link the other day. It was like winter cyclone or winter. Yeah. Bomb bomb, cyclone or something. It's crazy. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I know. I know. So, yeah, no. But you guys, if you want to go to to Florida, so PodFest, in case you guys don't know, PodFest is sort of like a podcasting. It's a podcasting conference, but it's also open up to um, other digital media creators like they they really su- are, are trying to support any kind of media creators, including like YouTubers and uh, bloggers and all of that kind of stuff. And they have complimentary uh, workshops that go all the way around the the conference itself, I believe, is two days. And what Jess and and um, Katie are doing is on the day kind of like right before PodFest properly launches. And it, last year, it was a really nice event. It was, it, it's very down to earth. It's very comfortable for people to kind of like hang with each other. It's kind of um, compact. So you don't have to be spread out in many different places. And there's such a wonderful uh, feeling of being able to sort of like to meet up with podcasters in a real easy way. Uh, I know that I had lunch uh, with Laura McClellan. Uh, we had dinner together, didn't we? A bunch of us there yes, very easily to do that. It was um, really fun. It was really lovely. Super, super nice. The only thing that, but this was, has nothing to do with PodFest itself, but is that I was, <clears throat> for the most part, indoors most of the time and I was freezing my tush off because of the air conditioner inside, not because it wasn't beautiful outside. So um, I barely got a, an opportunity to go outside, which kind of sucked. But other than that, it was a lovely time. And we did our Pod Fusion event last year. So that was We really should have tried to make, I mean, were your kids there? Yes, they were. They, they went, went outside. Yeah. So that was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They went to the beach. They went with daddy. Da- daddy and nanny and pap both came down. Nanny and pap rented a house. And yeah. um, so they had a great time. My kids had a great time. First of all, are they coming again? Well, we don't know because we have so we many things know. in the right. because we have baby goats possibly coming. Remember? Does that mean you might not be coming? 
Uh, I don't know. I hope I'm trying to figure out how this is going to happen because I'm not like I'm still. Yeah. And we still have to go to Pittsburgh for Christmas, which is obviously not Christmas, but for our second Christmas. (laughs) Maybe you should go for Valentine's Day. Yeah. See, that would be great. But see, it would be great to just be there now. I mean, not now, but for during PodFest and then kind of stay yeah, oh, but they, that I would gotcha. be that would be really really great. So anyway, I'm not sure yet. I'm, but I I really don't. I'm not feeling that they're coming this time. So I think I'm flying by myself. But I'm just not sure from okay. where. And for how long? And for how long? Yeah, I'm not sure from where. Try or if you can to just build in a half a day of sunshine. It will not kill you, and it would probably help a lot. It would be in very just your nice. stress level. Yes, absolutely. I think that that would be amazing. So you just never yes. seem to do it, though. You're always in a rush to get there and a rush to get home. Yes, you are correct. But this time, one of the reasons that I'm not doing the thing with you is because I wanted to kind of go and not have to do anything because I don't I don't like right. I just didn't want the stress of having to perform. I, I mean, not perform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of wanted yeah, to teaching. Yes. Yeah, I don't I didn't want to do that. I, I needed to kind of take care of myself and and um kind of just talk about Libsyn it's easy <laughs> yeah yeah I'm fine with that just low care. key low stress low, low keys low, low stress pressure. yeah I don't have to have a thing a keynote to get ready I just kind of want to be able to feel like I'm present and not feeling the the feeling that I have to be on in some way so that's kind of what I wanted to do yeah but anyway should we do you think that we should get into some news the news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. You know, we it's have probably it. overdue. Yes, it's very overdue. This because this came out like at the and mid December right and at, yeah, yeah, right before Christmas, and we just didn't have an opportunity to you know record or do things like that because that happens but most of you guys i think and if not well hello this is some news for you (laughs) (laughs) so um apple uh the big apple the 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 company apple has finally released podcast consumption stats uh this was announced in wwdc this summer so they essentially said hey guys uh, we're going to be releasing these stats sometime. I think that they, I think that what they mentioned is sometime in the fourth quarter is what they said. They never gave a date. And so everybody kind of assumed it was going to be sometime in December. And it, I think it dropped like December 14th or 15th or something like that. So yeah, um, it, that. it became something along those lines. And, and so now you have the opportunity to go inside of your Apple connect account or itunes connect the the apple 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 connect account podcast connect oh my gosh podcast connect (laughs) holy crap all of these names itunes podcast apple podcast connect and if you go in there there is a little place where you can look at what's going on with your uh stats for who you are and whatever so yeah what do you think of what they're offering so far so, sorry. Go, give me one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually share the actual URL so that people know where they gotta go. Podcastsconnect.apple.com. Okay. So, what they're offering is at this moment 
I have to say, slightly confusing. Don't you think? Did you go in there? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Yes, of course. Well, yeah, because I gave it. Oh, and I the other thing is that it's what, am connected. I, an animal? Well, no. Of course I went in there. I know. But the thing is, it's like, it's also connected to an a- Apple ID, right? So, mm-hmm. it, and so, okay. It's a so bit sh- annoying. It's annoying. Especially then, if you have a co-host. Exactly. But we didn't even know this. So this uh, Podcast Connect didn't come out until 2016. Okay. That's when this Apple Podcast Connect thing, Imajigger, changed from Apple. That's when they started to use Apple IDs in conjunction with people's podcasts. It's when they changed the way that you submitted your podcasts. When She Podcast mm-hmm. began, which is in 2014, what you needed to do is you just had to open the desktop version of iTunes inside of your computer. And on the right-hand side, there was a little thing where it said, submit your podcast. And all that's all you had to do. You just had to submit your podcast. And, you know, when Jess and I started our show, we each had our jobs. Like, I set up all of the Libsyn stuff. I put everything in there. I submitted the RSS feed. Jessica got the website together, the artwork together, and all of that all of that other stuff so that we both, we were able to do it super, super fast. That's how generally things were done back in the day. And then now, all of a sudden, podcasts, uh, Apple changes things. And so now she podcasts is under my, Elsie's personal Apple ID, which was, uh, that was not a choice I made. That was just because Apple did that. Um, So anyway, I gave, to give access to Jess to get in there, I have, du- what do I call, what is that called? Double, double opt-in or? Yeah, sec- double opt-in. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, anytime that she logs in, I get a text that says. "To that Hey, she- someone's yeah. stealing your information. Help. Unless you can put this code in. So then I have to then send the code to Jessica and then she puts it in. And then after she does that, then it does it again. So then she yeah. has to try it again, and then I guess you have to go to a different... And then I get the code, and then I send the code again, and then she finally was able to get in there. But mind you, this happens to me too. So even when I'm doing it for myself, I have to do the double opt-in as well, which is annoying, but I can I understand why it's, I guess, secure or whatever. But anyway, going back to the stats, um, they don't really have anything in there that says the word subscribers, they have no. the word devices. So I'm still a little bit confused as to w- what exactly that means because they just say, de- that's it, devices. And I assume that they are reporting how many devices <laughs> are listening to your show. Well, when you drill down... Yeah, it still doesn't say. It says there's no data available right now, which is not helpful. Right. Yeah, right? I guess it means different devices. It doesn't say who's subscribed. Um, and it says how much time per device. Yeah. Which is good. Which is good. And it actually, it shows you a timeline as when people like stop listening or it actually gives you a, uh, what do you call it, a, a percentage of yeah, I was just going to say, of people of who listen. are subscribed. Yeah. It also gives you a percentage of people who are subscribed versus not. So, like, so like for example, in my last episode for Brilliant Observations, it says 24 devices, but it says 95% of them are subscribed, 5% are not subscribed. But also, though, there's no stats for the last three episodes, which have been up for almost a month. Yeah, I think that there's But still- yet I have nothing. 
So right. it's like they're it's lagging information too, which isn't helpful. Right. And the other thing is also that there are very strict parameters as to what that data is, like where they're gathering from. So you guys don't freak out when you look at that and then say like, but my Libsyn account say this, because this is what's happening with some of this stuff. It has to be whatever device is being um, counted is Mm -hmm. iOS 11 or higher. So anybody who has an iPhone, let's say an iPhone 5, that, you know, there's some people who might still have those around. Um, they're not going to be counted at all because they can't even update to I, um, iOS 11. So anybody who is not updated to iOS 11 or does not have a new iPhone that is running iOS 11 or higher are not counted. Um, and that includes iPads and things like that as well. And also it has to be a very specific um, version of iTunes desktop. So I'm, I'm not sure what it is, iTunes 12.6, I think, or something like that. The Whatever the latest mm-hmm. version of that also. So anybody who is running iTunes or happens to be listening via iTunes in, on their computer and they're not running the latest version of iTunes, it's also not counted. And the other thing that also isn't counted is now they uh, Apple actually gives you a choice. So a choice to have your data be used. So I think, I'm not sure if it's like when you turn on the phone for the first time or when you update, you know how when you update for like the latest um, podcast app or something like that, I think that they they give you the option of, do you want us to use your data or not? So if you say yes then they, you give them permission. But if you say no, your device isn't counted. So also that is part of the filtering system out. So what you're seeing is a very small percentage of listeners. So you don't, you're not getting any data from people who are using Overcast or Pocket Cast or Castro, which is my favorite, or any other, or Spotify, or none of that stuff is counted inside there. It has to be somebody that's using the podcast app on the phone running iOS 11 that has said, yes, I want my data to be used. So that's us of kind of like a smaller group of people. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. But what do you think about it other than that? I mean, other than all of that stuff, do you find that helpful? Have you, oh, you don't do ads for that show though. You don't, you don't know what that looks like. Right. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, and, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the whole reason that this was exciting for my world was because of advertising. And so far, the only thing that's interesting to me is how long a person listens. Mm -hmm. But since I'm never, ever going to get access to other people's stats the way I would Lipson, for example. Right. I'm going to have to take their word for it forever. Therefore, how can you really trust that like, oh, they listen all the way to the end, 87%, 98% average consumption. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. It's, you know? uh, it, it's, it'll be kind of tough. And, it, and, and I guess the other bit of data and the reason that I asked you if you, you know, because you don't have any ads and, and we don't really have, I mean, we did have ads, but we haven't had ads in such a long time that we can't really see that data, but let let's say Rob Walsh, my my co-host, he has another for the feed. He has another show called Today in iOS, and he does have ads on his show. And so um, he sent us uh, a screenshot of his stats from Apple's 
Apple Connect, and you could see that there's like a little ice cream scoop <laughs> every mm-hmm. time he has an ad, which signifies that people have skipped over that. Like they stop listening to that essentially and go forward. And you could see like a straight line all the way across. And then you see little tiny ice cream scoops. And then when you, well, one thing that's really neat about um, the, this whole data thing is that if you, on the bottom part of the screen, if, you ha- if you're looking at the graph, right, there's like a big wave of like blue. But if you go at the bottom, if you move the bottom, there's a little sort of like a little pointer arrow thingy majigger that you can move down the timeline. And if you move that little pointer arrow thing to where, let's say it drops, where you start to see drops on the graph, it plays exactly the, like, if you p- press play on that, it'll give you the exact moment when people dropped out. And so he was able to check the little ice cream scoops whenever it would seem like somebody just grabbed a little bit of his <laughs> of his podcast and scooped it out. It's exactly when, mm-hmm. this, when his, he was doing the ads. So essentially what's happening is people are fast forwarding through that. Captain Obvious! I know, and so, <laughs> but, I'm to, but I'm just saying, and also for any calls to action at the end, like you could tell the minute we say, "All right, guys, I think we're done," it's like everybody's like, "Okay, the end." Like nobody, I mean, there's a few. I can't say nobody because there are. It's just it drops a lot. So let's say 87 percent of people have listened all the way till you know almost the end of the episode. Then it drops down to like anywhere from 30 to 40 percent listeners so like that means another 40 percent just abandoned ship so only <laughs> I know. so then like only those four that you last 40 percent today john i know that was pretty good so the only that last little bit of people actually get those last bits of call to action which you know what it doesn't bother me because if those are your super fans and those are the ones that are going to be wanting to get in contact with you like you know whenever say follow us on twitter or email us at blah blah i'm cool with that the thing is though that we should definitely i mean even seeing that to mention the way that you connect with a show or the way that you want listeners to connect with you throughout the show not to make a big deal out of it but to say something like oh if you have any feedback email you know feedback at shepodcast.com feedback at shepodcast.com okay and then just keep going that way people know Instead of listening all the way to Dan. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Feedback <laughs> that's, at ShePodcast.com. Right. So, yeah, that's it. And the other bit of information that came out, too, is that uh, the IAB uh, released their measurement standards 2.0, which means that there was an iteration from the original sort of release of the standards that they are I guess I can't say pushing forward. How would you say it? That they are implementing. Oh, (laughs) Oh stop that. (laughs) That Implementing. Implementing. That they want people to implement. That they want like their suggest. So this is a suggestion. This is in no way. Bullshit. um, (laughs) We didn't say that. This is in no way. How do you say it? Compulsive. So it's not something that you have to do it. As a host or anything like that, it is a suggestion for the podcasting industry to abide by these set of standards, which will make it easier for most people to understand what a download or a listen is, um, mm-hmm. because that's where there's a lot of trouble out in the space. You know, some users or some hosts um, have different measurement 
things. And so people don't really actually know what it actually means, especially for people who are working with ads, right, Jess, like you. So if you're if you see somebody yeah. coming from SoundCloud and they have, I don't know, 100,000 listens, they are not abiding by some of these standards. So we don't really actually know what these listens are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for that because that's going to make your eyes glaze over and you possibly will. Yeah, maybe you could yeah. use that to fall asleep. stop it you know it's important first of all it's important because those of you who listening have a streaming show like blog talk radio or a streaming internet radio the iab is pretty specific that that's not considered a podcast if you deliver Hmm. your media via true streaming not streaming live then it's no longer it doesn't it's not considered a podcast considered internet radio Oh, my mm. God. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Dude, that's important. That's important for me to distinguish because you wouldn't believe how many times I get a full full networks that want me to help get ads for their. We have 900 shows on our network of right. Internet radio. It's like, uh, no, it's not the same. Yeah. And plus, you can't count. That's I. The, I think that's the problem. It's that you can't count that. It's it's a number that's impressive, but you can't really count it. You don't know what it actually means, and that's I, I think that that's the problem at this moment that we're all seeing. And um, that said, though, what I have seen, and I think that there's been some little bits of information that has changed. Obviously, with Libsyn itself, because there was also a um, sort of like a, a design upgrade to the stats inside of Libsyn. But it wasn't just a design upgrade. It actually was the last kind of push to to really shift uh, stats counting for unique uh unique requests which we that was not implemented in the update in august which could have you know again lessened somebody's stats again um to really abide by these last measurement standards and mind you um everybody out there at this moment well not everybody a lot of people out there are trying to very very hard make sure that they go through these standards that said, though, the next step is for the IAB to come and check. So they're going to come and sort of test all of these hosting places and are going to essentially kind of like run to them and, and you know, do like, okay, this checks out, this checks out, this checks out. And then you sort of get a bit, it's kind of like when you take your car to be inspected, <laughs> you know, yeah. there might be some things you got to fix up there's other things that you don't. And so... Um, I know Blueberry also did some upgrades to their stat system as well, uh, something that had to do with like um, the way that they were handling some iOS things that were happening. And that's something that you guys need to be aware of, that it's not necessarily not it's not just abiding by these guidelines, but also having a, a podcast host that is able to make adjustments whenever the technology changes and then starts to act weird because 
Apple will do stuff like that. They'll release it. They release a new uh, operating system, or actually, something was going on with Samsung phone, phones as well that they were behaving very strange in the way that they were calling media files onto their devices, which was creating havoc for people's stats that were a little bit more towards that side of things. And so, to be able to have a podcast host that has the technology and the sort of impetus. To really pay attention to when these things are happening, and not just go like, "Okay, well, everybody's stats are up, sweet," but and then that's not really the truth. So um, you anyway. know, uh, and something else that the document says, which I'd like to reiterate, like this document, even though like it's really intended for the podcaster. I mean, yes, the purpose of creating it is so that people like me and people in the it's so that representation network owners and advertisers can engage confidently in a conversation with the understanding that we all know what the other person's talking about. But if the podcasters themselves don't understand what is considered a download and what's not, you're you're still reporting to us incorrectly. In which case there's no way, I'm sorry, in which case there's no way for an advertiser to know for sure like these measurements are the only way ad buyers can know for sure that we're all talking about the same thing. Otherwise, they are saying we need to buy shoes and they want a box full of high heels and we're giving them a bunch of sneakers. Exactly. You can't have that. Well, you actually, can't have that. Yeah, and actually, the, it's not even that. It's like the advertisers coming in and asking, we want a bunch of high heels. And then the, <laughs> we come up there and we're like, we have sandals and we have sneakers and we have boots and we have socks and we have you know and you're like um but i wanted oh yeah there's some heels in here too yeah so it's like wait this whole, here's some socks you want socks right yeah. socks count as shoes they go it, on your feet exactly so count, right that's exactly it's so what ridiculous it's what podcasters so John, are doing I mean, right you're now paying, you're pay, you're playing those like yeah. oh god whatever kind of like sound bites, but it's really important that we all know what the hell works. I mean, don't you think? I know that everyone's angry at Lipson because their stats went down, but they didn't go down. They were specifically defined as one thing, and they were made to be compliant with that definition. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with all of us having the same definition for metrics. That's right. all this is. It's not someone playing in our sandbox and telling us what to do and how to do it. It's just a way of professionalizing and standardizing an industry that has zilch of that. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And, is and that see, really so terrible? See, and it's and here's here's the other thing though because it's if you don't like if let's say you are look and and again I'm I'm using the shoe uh, metaphor because I think it's really it's actually kind of very good if you really are focusing in on wanting to give like the best high heel shoes that you possibly can or just put those out there to make sure that these are really high heel shoes like you're really proud of that these these are really high heel shoes. And then there's other people who are like, I don't really care about just high heel shoes. I have boots, I have socks, I have sandals, I have whatever. We have everything. Well, that's great. You can continue doing that, but just understand that these people over here are looking for the high heel shoes. So if you can't give them a direct answer, then for the high heel shoes, then then you need to go do your own thing somewhere else. Yeah, Why? then don't call it a podcast. Yeah, I well, the I end. think 
but because here's the other thing too, because a lot of this stuff, and I think that this is where we are falling flat, is that there are some of these advertisers that are looking at the data points and they don't know the difference between a high heel shoe and a sneaker and a you know sandal right. and socks. And so they're going like, I'm really focusing in on making sure that 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 the person that needs to hear about the high heel shoes is hearing about the high heel shoes. But they they're not getting the results. And so what's happening is like they're looking at the entire thing going like, well, this doesn't work. I'm trying to get this result yeah. and it's not working. But if you can right. really focus, then you can really be behind it. And it's like I don't want to go with blinders on into, let's say, you know, Jess, Jess and I have really big plans for this year. We've got some things that we're, we have in the works that are going to be really, really exciting uh, for everybody. And we're really psyched about it. And it would behoove us to really look at our audience and both for She Podcasts as the listeners and also for the group and be very clear about who our super fans are and who are the fans that are really going to step into the things that we're offering versus just going like, well, we used to have a thousand downloads per episode and now we have a hundred. That sucks. Right. Well, it's like, well, if you have a hundred, then we can actually market that. Then we can say, you know what, Jess, we have a solid 100 listeners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Than, yeah. Not you know? knowing. And, and yeah, exactly. Then we can go like, well, we need to do either more work or we need to do more marketing yeah, here or we can really. Point, for the love yes. of God. And then we have expectations. Yes. So if we say like, okay, that means we're probably going to sell 10 of these things or something like that. And then we can go like, great, that's awesome. Versus us seeing like, oh, we have a, a thousand downloads per episode and we're getting nobody. What? How are we going to feel? Or we get like two people opting in and then we're like, oh, well, that sucks. We obviously suck and we feel bad. But if we, right. you, you know what I mean? It's like you have to really see it for what it is. You can't. You can't keep thinking that Santa Claus is real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's true. Yeah. And you could do something about it. So I think it's very empowering. But um, I know that it hurts a lot. of. And you know what I've seen from Libsyn as well? Or I've seen a couple of these conversations where uh, people have left Libsyn because of the, of the apps thing. Right? Because they're like, oh, my God, this sucks. And they've gone elsewhere, and then it's the same. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and so I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you can go if somebody wants to keep telling you to, to keep doing what you're doing and not change anything, or your audience is smaller than you think. And I know it hurts, but we've all gone through that. I mean, it's, yeah, all of us have gone through that. Hey. Yeah. I know. I mean, it doesn't, it shouldn't hurt that much, you guys. At least you know where to start. At least you have a starting point. I mean, if you pout about your stats all the time, you're wasting time not achieving your goals. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, if I wanted to lose weight, I can either pout about how fat I am or I can get out there and exercise. Those are your choices. Stop yep. pouting about your situation and do something about it or quit. Or right? here's the other. Well, see here with that weight thing, this would be this is what the thing is. It's like you can lose. Be happy like you with could do being it. fat. Or, or, yeah, there's also <laughs> happiness with being fat. But it's also the other thing where it's like, well, wait, this. 
wait a minute, this weight, this thing that's, what is it called? A measuring machine? What is that thing that you step on to get the weight? Scale? A scale, yeah. So this scale oh doesn't my. work. Get me another scale. And then you get the scale that actually gives you the weight that you want to see. When, yeah, you know, and exactly. all of a sudden you're like, I'm losing weight every every week. I'm losing weight. But you're really not. You're still the same size. But the but wait, you guys, the scale says that I've lost weight. Therefore, it's true. (laughs) No, ignorance is bliss. Bliss, I tell you. Exactly. So anyway, if you guys have any questions about right. that kind of stuff or how it or if you affects you, complain, feel or if you want to complain, feel free. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. We're happy to read your feedback. stuff. We're happy to read your rants. We're podcast. happy to have you, you know, uh-huh. even email us some audio feedback and that'll be super feedback awesome. At feedback. Yeah. I'm calling into Speedpike right after the show. Are you? Okay. Oh, All right. Stop it. You you call you in, John. Say, say it. Don't waste time. Let's have it. No, I want to craft it this time. I just don't want to go off the cuff. Okay. All right. You craft Fine. it, John. And then we will, we will go step by step in, in response. You do that, that honey. You, you do that. You do that. <laughs> but, do that. you know, speaking of feedback, though, Jess, with the whole conference thing for She Podcast, we got wow, a ton we get of, a feedback. Lot of feedback. My yeah. own. I thought that Elsie was, like was one so of the... mad at me after the show. Because normally when I send her the you show, did? she says, oh, thank you or whatever. I got nothing. I got crickets. No, you know what? <laughs> John, John, no, no, no. Guess what? Like, I was such a dork. Like, I, because of the whole, um, MiFi that I was telling you about that it's like eating my data, I had turned off Dropbox. And so I was on the computer and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I haven't gotten the MP3. And then... I realized that I had had my phone on silent the whole time. I didn't even know. I didn't even check the Voxer until like 12 hours later. So that's why. That's what happened. I I never saw it. And I was like, oh, crap. So I ended up. That just came out of nowhere. I was like, you know, you guys were talking about the community and everything. And I was like, wow, with all these conferences. And that just came out of nowhere. It was so just organic. And it went viral, kind of, sort of. Yeah. I mean, people really, we got the most feedback that we've gotten so far this year. (laughs) <laughs> about that. very strong opinions which yeah I very like. strong op- yeah and so we do it. have a date guys we'll we'll tell you about it at least we've gotten a date set we have the, a date we have a date so we should probably do some pre-sales too just to get some cash in the bank so we can start booking stuff so we can start booking it but we'll let you guys mm. know but we will really yes. we, we let you know that it's in 2019 well done, people you told elsie about her i know you told me you, you got me going 2019 people so but we'll we'll let john you know more dates it. in the future and all that kind of stuff i told so. john this morning we had a date he was like what yeah 2019 2019 all right so but yeah so that that's it so anyway jess do you have a pet peeve for us today oh yes jessica's pet peeve well the holidays have come and gone (laughs) and with that comes everyone and their mother telling you what to do how to live how to feel what to think and it is like an epidemic out there, man, of on Facebook of telling people how to be themselves. And so this week, my pet peeve is about people who are constantly trying to flip the script. I mean, and it came in all kinds of different forms. But like the first one I saw was like about sexual harassment, where people were just like, let's talk about all the positive sex we've ever had. And it's like, no, no, no. 
I don't want to know. Please don't tell me. I'm assuming you've had it. Thank you very much. Good night. I don't want to know about anybody's positive sex experiences. And frankly, they're negative ones either, although I understand the need to tell. Right. I don't. I'm, I've been a little dismayed at the level of detail I've had to endure because of my general nosiness and curiosity. <laughs> but oh I mean, God. like, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, it's not the same as like, it's an, it's not. OK, so there are some people I know where like as soon as it comes out that like, oh, a celebrities accounts been hacked and there's naked pictures online. There are certain people I know that even if they don't like the celebrity have to look. They just like can't help themselves and they have to look. I am not one of those people. I don't want to invade their privacy. So I don't look. However, if I read about a new sexual harassment case that I have to read about, because if they're brave enough to talk about it, I feel like I should give them the respect of listening. But man, am I sorry sometimes that I have listened. So anyway, so flipping the script. So I just feel like sometimes no matter what's going on in society, there are people out there that are constantly telling you the opposite. Like, oh, I'm not going to make any resolutions because I'm perfect the way I am. Oh, she just flipped the script on New Year's. Hey. Or like they talk about how miserable people are on Christmas because everyone's talking about joy and happiness and love. So they have to talk about. And I mean, I respect that on some level, too, simply because that buildup is what led to my daughter um, passing away. But I just think like it's I, I don't like when it's like a planned you can just tell when it's like a planned strategy for inviting conversation. And that's what I don't like. Yeah. Like if you're just going to have the conversation and say something for the good of everyone else and you're not a marketer, then it's tolerable. Yeah. But when I can see that it's like, you know, everyone's talking about joy, but I'm going to flip the script and talk about misery and heartache <laughs> and how lonely people because are it's good. Because it's good. It. Because it's good. We have to see, you know, because that's. Yes. Flipping the script. Make people think you're an entrepreneur. You're an innovator. Go, baby, go. It's just annoying. It annoys me. It's been annoying me like nobody's business. I'm so happy that the holidays are over simply so that we can stop this. And we are safe until Valentine's Day when we can start flipping the script on Valentine's Day, making it about self-love. Yes, it is. Yes, it is (laughs) self-love. We can talk about self-love and... And how every day you should celebrate the one you love and how Valentine was just a lonely guy in a cell somewhere being person. I mean, flip the script. Don't forget to flip the script on every holiday and everything we do all the time. Because yep. you wouldn't be a you wouldn't be a forward thinker if you didn't somehow bass backwards everything society was doing. Yep. Right? You can't go along with the flow. You just have to redo it yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's how I feel. I agree with you. I kind of skipped through a lot of that stuff. I think, you know, I don't mind having conversations like you're talking about, about the opposite of seeing things from a different point of view or that's different you know that's different right but what I what I see from some of this conversations is exactly what you're it's like this thinly veiled marketing tactic to bring your point of view into the conversation but for a bigger reason sort of like for a brand reason does that make sense like it doesn't seem like it's a human it's not like Elsie asking it would be like me getting on like like me as like Oprah you know what I mean like all of a sudden I'm taking the Oprah point of view and instead of just saying like do you like chocolate or vanilla I'd be like chocolate 
have you noticed how chocolate is going to disappear from the <laughs> earth on 2030? Can we stop having chocolate now? You know, and it's like, no, I just want to, ha- you know, it, it's that kind of stuff that really drives me crazy. Yeah. So, um, so uh, in yeah. addition, it's so funny because I just went on Facebook to see if I could find a script flipper. Yeah. And instead, I found your memories on Facebook. We'd oh, like no. to show you a look back from five years ago. And <gasps> here it is. I wrote, today I've decided that if your status is overly upbeat, inspirational, or motivating, I will be hiding you from my feed. <laughs> In other words, kindly give it a rest. <laughs> oh, fooey, fooey, So fooey. this is a yearly... This is obviously a yearly occurrence of me being tired of everyone and their shenanigans. Yes. Because, I mean, I, if I felt that way today five years ago and nothing's changed. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think that what social media gives everybody is their ability to pontificate and to take the seat of, like, guru, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it does. It's like all of a sudden especially with with times of the year like this, it's sort of like is permission granted for you now to take that seat and pontificate on the meaning of life. The end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, what happened to just Happy New Year, you know, or hope you have a great year next year, guys. Um, What do you think about people who post? Yeah. What do you think about people who post every single New Year's goal. Uh, like I like I know that I posted like what I'm working on this year for myself, yeah. which is to be less dead inside. But that's not like I didn't sit here and go, okay, this year I'm gonna make X amount of money. I'm gonna lose 50 pounds. I'm gonna drink more water. I'm gonna stop <laughs> drinking Coke. I'm gonna try and be more thoughtful. I'm gonna send people birthday card. Like this is what I'm looking at right now. Get more work. Pay off my debit. Yeah, see, I don't pay mind that as long as you do when you fall off that wagon, when it finally, when you quit and give up. I want that post, too. Back on yeah. coke. Fuck shit. Fuck that shit. Well, first of all, I'm not back on coke. I wasn't and talking about you. Call me out. I, I know, but I'm not. I'm just trying to go a little less rapid than cold turkey because that was painful. I can't do that. How bad has yeah, that got to be really for tough. you if you have if you go through such withdrawals that you have to slowly go off of it? I'm telling you, as a migraine where I was blind in one eye and thought yeah. I had a t- and thought I had a cavity. That's how painful it was. My teeth hurt. My yeah, literal teeth hurt. I thought yeah, I felt like I'd been a... punched on the side of the face. And we're talking about soda. We're not talking about like the drug coke. Yes, we are talking I know, about. I know. Listen, we have to specify that, Jess. Because Wait a minute. To, oh yes. Yes. Have to specify. I don't do cocaine. I've never done cocaine. I've never yeah. seen cocaine. I don't want to have anything to do with cocaine. Yes, I'm talking about Coca Cola. But yes. you can ask Elsie because we were working together as yes. it was coming on. And at first, I'm sure I was, you know, participating. And then by the end of it, I was like, okay, all right, okay, all right. Because I was like, I couldn't see straight. I was like blinded by pain. It was horrible. It's tough. Honestly, my face can take a beating. My face can take a beating, but not from the inside. That hurts. (laughs) Why did I say my face could take a beating? Yeah, I don't know why you would say that. I've never, I've only been punched in the face one time. And it was by a it was a girl fight when in high school. Oh my gosh! She ran away. She ran I think away. it was about sunburn. Was is what it was that where that little drop came from. Okay, okay, thank you. 
I was like, why can my face take a beating? That doesn't sound So good we were all. almost done anyway, though. We've got flipping the script. We got a weird, sh- weird and wild show of the week. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Weird and wild show of the week. So, okay, so from that weird flipping the script and kind of annoying crap like that, this is a great way to kind of share this like idea for a new podcast, which when I first read this, I thought, oh, my God, this is a j- absolutely a Jessica show. Like, I don't know why or how. I think it was in your brain and it just never actually came out. It's one of those things where I can't believe I didn't think of it myself. Well, I, I somehow feel that it. Yeah. But anyway, so here's like so the show is called for a bad time call. Is that right? Is that right? It is for a bad time call. That's right. It's called for a bad time call call yes for a bad and time there's a number call. so you have to call one six six nine b a d t i m e so i don't know how they got that number but it's fantastic so it's one six six nine bad time perfect number to be talking about and you just have to call in for this is specifically for women to leave your rants screams and exasperated sighs after the beep so it's essentially jessica's pet peeves <laughs> the podcast for everybody. <laughs> yes and yes no. Yes and right. no. First of all, if I wrote them all down, I would not have anything else right. to do all day. Let's be honest. But like, it's interesting because this article that you posted is saying like they assumed, I think that it would be deep and private and about sexual abuse. But instead, people are angry about like their chicken nugget packaging <laughs> and the pizza <laughs> delivery guy. And like, you know, like it's so far pretty mild stuff. But there's this so so here in Philly we have a um our the President Steve show they have something called the love you hate uh-huh. you line and you can call in and either do like I love this or that or you can say how much you hate something and the love stuff is like hilarious and the hate stuff is like hilarious um, but the hate stuff is like I mean anything from like. People being annoyed with people on the show to people getting cut off in traffic and screaming their rage out into the phone. Like, it's pretty pretty interesting. My question is whether or not this one for a bad time call, um, how long can they keep this up? They're going to have to continue to market the living shit out of it in order for it to have legs. Yeah, because it could be the same person over and over just being pissed off about all things and they just keep calling. (laughs) Anyone who identifies as a woman, call up and anonymously vent in its voice rage box. Um, And so if you want to do it, it's 669-BAD-TIME. And actually, I probably do have some things I could fetch about on a regular basis. And maybe it would be like a good form of therapy. Totally. I'm going to use this line and I'm going to call in and use my woman's voice. (laughs) I don't, first of all, I don't even need to be anonymous. I can just bitch right That's here. Right. I you don't already, need this yeah. line. I you can do do that. Tell you what I Sometimes you have to be anonymous it, because what happens is the people that are on the other side, they come over the fence like Vikings, and then they just beat you up, and you and you can't even defend yourself. Yeah. Sometimes you just really. Sometimes you so just really do need difference. to vent. I do agree, John. I think that there's got to be some kind of therapy for you to be really pissed off about something, or maybe even obviously somebody that you love that has done something so awful or not awful but annoying to you or whatever and that you just simply want to rage and it's nothing else like last night like with my girls if I I was about I was I honestly hit a wall I was like this is out of control 
all I want to do is sleep. And both of you guys are freaking out. How? When is this going to end? And all I wanted to do was say, you guys, I'm done. Bye-bye. This is it. <laughs> and... But freaking out how? Are they upset or are well, they just coughing? Well, Hunty was doing the coughing thing, but she also escalates into the drama part of it. So I can't discern when she really is sick and oh. when she has escalated emotionally to such a degree where she is exa- making things up twice as bad. And then the little one. No, but wait, hold well, so, on, hold on. So yeah. finally, I had finally gotten to sleep after 2.30. And then Randy opens oh the door. Oh, my God. And says, I need you to take the because we've we're sleep they're sleeping so we're everybody's sleeping separate because the one is they can't both sleep in the same room right now because but they're both coughing. And so they're coughing at different okay. times. So May May right. is now with Daddy. Hunter was with me. So then Randy at two thirty in the morning opens the door and he's like, I can't she's can't stop crying. She won't listen to what I'm saying. I don't know what's happening. You need to take care of her because the goat's gonna have a baby right now. So then I'm like, what? So I'm half asleep and I come out and I see the six-year-old a mess, just crying for no reason, mm-hmm. just crying, just crying, crying, crying because mm-hmm. she didn't want her daddy to go see the goats. And it's now 2.30 in the morning. Oh, for Christ's so sakes. I'm, no so then I came in angry. here and then Maymay is sitting on her on the bed now crying and blowing her nose and I'm going like, okay, now I have to set up another bed so that everybody can have a place to sleep. And then the other one, it was insane. It was insane. After 3.30, I got to sleep. But I, there was a point there where I was looking at both of them, and I was like, I'm done, guys. This is it. Have you ever just, I mean, yeah, did you actually yeah. say that? I like, actually that did. I said with to Isaac. Them, like, I, he does get to a point where I'm just like, listen, I can't help you if you can't speak. Right. So why don't we just wait till you calm down, and then I can help you. But this right. isn't going to work for anybody. And then usually he, he yeah. stops. Well, see, now, like I had to say. Like logic usually for, for, wins. For both of them, I was mad. And I was like, listen to you both. I need sleep. I cannot get, afford to get sick <laughs> if I'm mommy runs this place. Without me, <laughs> you guys are nothing. I didn't actually say You guys are totally You all die. But it's like, but I seriously was like, hey, I need. bitches, all three of you need to, you I need to, to take me. care of myself here, guys. <laughs> My throat's starting to feel a little weird. I cannot afford to get this thing that you guys have. You do not understand. And the only way that mama is going to stay well is if mama can sleep. So do it. What did they do? And so after that, you know, after 2.30, both of them, the little one calmed down after I, I calmed her down by cuddling with her. And then the, but the other one, you know, and then, and then to Hunter, I was like, are you going to be okay with all your throwing up and getting up and coughing and spitting? Because I can't come in here and rub your back every single time you wake up. She was like, I'll be fine, mama. And so, but still after three, she still woke up seven times coughing, oh gucking. But I, but I, you know what? I just stayed in bed. Seven times. And closed seven my times. eyes the whole time. And then I woke up at, because that's when I texted you, I woke up at nine in the morning because I had gotten barely any sleep. Mm-hmm. And I look over and she's not in the right. bed. And I'm like, oh, where did Hunty go? So I go outside and she had fallen asleep on the couch because she wanted to let me sleep. Thank God. So that was sweet. Aww. But Do you have baby goats yet? No, because... Because the baby goat, so so Randy last night, the he had to be getting up every couple hours and looking in the goat barn. 
to making sure that Coco, because he thinks she's starting to go into labor, but he, since he's never gone through this before, he doesn't know if it's like a week before or if she's going to have babies now. Because she's pounding her head into stu- into things. And that is a kind of like a sign, I guess, that she's getting very uncomfortable. Duh. So that's sort of like a labor sign. And so he was, he's... I don't mean to point out the obvious, but doesn't he think goats can give birth on their own? Yeah, They've but it is it. hella cold, Jess. So it's the cold that is the worrisome part. It's not necessarily that the goat can't give birth. It's that having even regardless, having a little baby goat come out and it's like 11 or 6 degrees outside. That's just not okay. So... Don't you have, That's it. So yeah. he's he has a Shit. whole like if you look at his as his Facebook page right now though he has a picture of, it looks like a little baby in a manger picture like he's created a little kidding barn with like heat lamps in it and it looked like all like like a nativity scene <laughs> but it's a goat <laughs> just a goat yeah so anyway. But that was my night last night. So anyway, that's what I would have called into. And I would have felt really great to be just bitching about how hard, like all of this stuff. And it doesn't mean that I don't love them, anybody. It's just that I just needed to get it off my chest. Can I just get some sleep, please, everybody? And then I'll, yeah, be, and yeah. then I'll be over. And then it's like, okay, I can take on the world again. I just need to vent to be heard, to know that this is yeah. fucking yeah. hard. So this is what's good for that. So 669, yeah, bad time. Exactly. If you have anything that you want to get off your chest. I should have definitely called. Um, and if you listen to the show and you hear someone bitching about baby goats, <laughs> don't tell Randy. Don't judge. <laughs> That's right. Don't tell Randy and don't judge. <laughs> and, and yeah. Yeah. All that right. sounds good to me. But uh, okay. Well, I think what we um, have now is some tool tips. Elsie's tool tips. So you guys asked me about how I got these little um, tacks. What are these called? Tack? Is it? Are they tacks? Push pins. Push pins. I got a little push pin inside of our Trello board. Yeah. Like a little emoji push pin. And John's like, "How'd you do that?" Um, well, it's an emoji, and um, but I have a very deep love of emojis, and I'm very sad that macOS itself, the actual computer, does not have built-in emojis in it. Because I use them all the time. So what I did is I went into the app store and I just looked up emoji. And there is a one dollar. Is it a dollar? 99 cents or one ninety nine? What is it? Something like that. App that is mm-hmm. called Emoji Plus. Like the actual plus sign. And it's very inexpensive. And it's a little utility. So once you download it and you put it on the computer, it actually comes up like right at the utility bar, all the way at the top part of your Mac. So wherever the little Mac, little Apple thing is, all the way up there. And it has a little happy face. And then so when you are writing anywhere on your computer, whether it's on Facebook or Trello, as in this fashion, or emails or whatever, you can copy and paste whatever emoji you want to use. And so I use that for mostly social media and lots of, you know, that's how I get a lot of the um, emoji on things that you wouldn't imagine that you could get emojis in. And you'd be surprised how many things you can get emojis in. So um, one place that I do it, you know, where I do it in um, like Pixelmator, which is sort of like Photoshop. 
for the Mac that I use. And so I mm-hmm. can very easily use emoji in the same way that you do if you are doing like an Instagram story or a Snapchat story because you can add emoji to that and make them big and small. So I use this emoji plus whenever I'm editing something and I want to add an emoji like a happy face or something like that, then I can copy and paste that and it you can make them big and small and all the stuff and you can edit an image on your computer and it's and it looks like it's something that you edited on like Instagram or Snapchat and stuff like that. So that's a really good idea. So while I was listening to the mm. show, I went into my podcast board and I went in there and I put all the push pins in and I have because oh. <laughs> I always forget to re- press the record button. So I put the the flashing light on where it says stop, push this button. Oh my gosh, you did. Look at so that. That's really cool. There. Yeah, so I went in there. You and did I such put, a good job. Look at me. I'm a big boy now. You are a big Yay! boy, yeah. And they look have at like you. That's it looks cool. really cool. I wish that they had the only thing that they don't have, and I told um these guys, is that they don't have the updated emojis. So that uh, I think I even iOS eleven just released a whole new, like, you know, with the mermaid and the guy throwing up and they've head blowing open and stuff like that. Um, those are not here. So these are like the basic ones that have been around for quite a while. And they also don't have the um, different colored ones because now you can make the hands or the people be not yellow. And they have, you know, from white all the way to like super, super, super dark. Um, So you can have all of that stuff and different hair and things like that. You don't have that with these. But um, and a hack that I do for that is I usually will copy and paste from the iMessage desktop version. If I really want an emoji that I can't find, I will do that and I will just copy and paste and it works fairly easily. So that you guys can thank me later. And if you download this app for your Mac. I did download it, but I haven't figured out how yeah, to you do just it have yet. To, Honestly, it, when it, she told me about the iMessage thing, I, that's what I use, the iMessage. You just go bring up a blank one hit the emoji thing, find them, hit them, and then just copy and paste them in the anywhere the you want thing. to, and it works fantastic. Oh, I see where they are. I was looking yeah. in the wrong spot. They're up I at the top. So they're, it's pretty easy. I like it. Um, I, you know, I've been looking for other things to be able to update that stuff with, but I think it's, these are pretty cool, so... Yay, we fin- we did it. Yay. Emoji. Fun. Thank you, Elsie. That's You're a good welcome. tool tip. All right. And with and that. with that, I think we're, we're going to get the hell yep. out of your ears now. We are done. We're done. Diggity done. So thank you guys so yes. much for listening. Go to feedback at shepodcast.com to send us an email. You can go to shepodcast.com to get our show notes. You can find us on Facebook at shepodcast, Twitter at shepodcast. Our group is group- Facebook dot com forward slash groups forward slash she podcast it is free to join thank you guys so much oh and patreon.com forward slash she podcast give us a dollar or two if you got anything out of the show and if you didn't we would still like your dollar yay thank you so much have a good yes. night take care Me love you. <laughs>